Chung. Bum, 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 bum. Hi. Hi. Welcome to Wine, Wine, and Once, a Once Upon a Time co- podcast. I'm Lo. And I'm D. And welcome to a bad time. It's already a bad time, if you couldn't tell from We're, my delivery of that. Oh my god. It, it's a bad time already in session. It's fine. We bring you it's, I was angry about taxes three seconds ago. It's true. This is an actu- actual sta- an accurate statement. My God, that's an accurate <laughs> statement. <laughs> so it's not just me. Also, it's the middle of June. I've had nothing to do with my taxes for quite some time. But, you know, whatever. You're just, you're, you're getting spicy in advance. And I think that's very sexy of you. Yes, it's either belated or really early. Which is it's true. kind of the two ways I can operate is I'm either extremely late or extremely early. And there is no in-between. I feel that. Punctuality. Uh, hi. This... Don't know her. <laughs> uh, this is a podcast. Hi, everyone. Hi. <laughs> this is... <laughs> uh, we are going through every week watching an episode of Once Upon a Time so you don't have to. We've been watching this show for 13 years since it first aired. Gross. So we know everything, for better or for worse, and we're here to share it all with you. I like that you insinuate for we better. know everything when we are proven we dummies. We are all-knowing. We are two raccoons in a trench coat. <laughs> proven dummies over here. <laughs> we know very little, but we sure do think we know a lot. That's we like true. to hear ourselves talk, so. Here we are. Here we are. As we watch, watch, I guess we are watching technically, as we watch and talk through yeah. this bullshit show, we're keeping track of some things because we've seen it as many times as we have. You need something to focus on or you go a little cuckoo pajamas. I said what I said. Yeah, sure did. Uh, yep. As I watch, I'm primarily focusing on how many magic beans we use in the show because it sure seems like there are a lot of last magic beans. That is true. I'm, it, there's a lot. I'm also looking at how many town-wide curses we are privy to. And last but not least, how many times Emma's superpower fails her in totality and by season. It's a jarring number. I will tell you that for free. That is so accurate. And even though I would argue my tallies are and like things I'm keeping track of are perhaps more upsetting Nothing upsets me more than that lie count. The the superpower count is pretty fucking egregious. If you recall, three bad strikes against her last episode. Three and one. It was a threefer. A threefer. A hat trick, if you will. Uh, It was a hat trick. I know soccer terms. I don't. I didn't know that was a soccer term till just now. (laughs) It is. Surprise. (laughs) Wow. Uh, Lo, what are you keeping track of? Over here in the really upsetting corner, <laughs> I've got... It's like a garden over there. It really is. We've got a lot of foliage happening. Some is living, some is dead. First, we have the family tree of the Charmings. It's upsetting. It's not super upsetting now, but we are hinting at it. It's upsetting. Uh, mm-hmm. And then also... I am also keeping track of what we like to call the fuck fern. 
Do we like to call? Do I, we like I was to call just it that? about to make that argument. Well, we don't like to call it that, but that is what it's called. Um, because I was drunk once and it stuck, so you're all welcome. <laughs> I was drunk once. I like how I implied I've never been drunk again. Like that one time I oh, was drunk. Bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Um. Anyhow. Keeping track of all of the relationships on the show, marriages, kisses, relationships, Mm -hmm. one night stands. We also have a fun little rule to acknowledge all of those ships that existed perhaps on Tumblr and fan fiction. I don't want to say AO3 because I don't think AO3 is old enough. Um, uh, uh, it, it is fanfic.net though. Yeah, fanfic.net was what oh, it was at 100% fanfic.net. Exposing ourselves, by the way, God, as like boy, howdy. elderly. Uh, but anyhow, those ships that, while never canon, perhaps are, somebody are was canon rooting in for. Our hearts. Yeah, and canon in our hearts. The Swan Queens and whale and ruby david and hook yeah other people as they come up so we've got this fun little three strike rule um Mm -hmm. three is it also a hat trick i guess it kind of is but i guess no it's not because it's not in the same game it doesn't have to be in the same game okay you're right wow it's it's like the opposite then in fact it needs not occur in the same game It's a sock truth. It's a sock truth. (laughs) Is what it is. Yes. Yeah. The opposite of a hat trick. A sock truth. Obviously. Um, Anyhow. Yes. Three separate instances. They can be in uh, the same episode technically, but they do have to exist in separate timelines. Yes can't just count like oh they had a flirty energy this episode in storybrook but it, ha- it happened three times that is just one continuous instance. flirty instance but if they have That's a just... flirty instance in storybrook and then we flash back and they have a flirty instance in the enchanted forest two strikes baby that's two strikes baby so yeah anyhow that's how we get to things like you know swan queen and Mm-hmm. Hook and Charming. And Regina and Charming. And and Regina and Hook, I'm sure at some point. And everyone Maybe it's just in my heart. Um, they made out on a table. I do not know what to tell you. Keely has the same joint memory. That was I David and Regina, not you. Hook and Regina. Well, who did I say? You're right. David and Regina. That's what I was thinking, to be fair. I was still back Yeah, you on. were still on it. I totally got where you were coming from. I, I was, was on it like she was on him. Right. On the table. Uh-huh. Eating lasagna. The lights were dim. To... <laughs> I don't know what maybe to tell you. Maybe it's on fanfic.net. Uh, like, maybe... <laughs> oh, it's crossed my mind that maybe we all just read the same fanfic. But... Good Christ. But in in our defense, I didn't read once fanfic. I didn't either, because all of it was poorly written. No, wait. Called it out. No, no. I have to take it back because I read that Game of Thrones Bell and Rumple one. 
yeah, no, I had no qualms about the written thing. It just, I had a different, I loved Once Upon a Time. I just had a different hyperfixation at the time. Right. Well, no, I think the problem why I was finding writing that I did not enjoy was because I was such a rumbell bitch and I don't trust the people that like those ships and I shouldn't have. It is, it is rough. It is. It's rough out there, kids. It is, it is a lot. It's a lot. It. I could. It's not what you want. No. I'll tell you that. No. No, it's not good. But anyway, um, we're on social. <laughs> yeah, we're on social media. Uh, you can email us. Our email is winewineandwines at gmail The alcohol wine comes first, and our Instagram handle is winewineandwines as well. We post a lot of shitty stuff there. It's fun. Uh, we're doing this new thing where we are just answering little, you know, icebreakers about each other. So if you want to know stuff about us, I guess email those in. And otherwise, yeah. I'll just keep going to like fucking icebreakers.com and finding one for us to use. So if you have questions about us, uh, we may or may not answer them depending on the question. But if you have stuff you want to know, email it in and we'll you know, get, get personal. It'll be fun. You could also DM us on, uh, Insta. Oh yeah, that too. We do have. Yeah. That's a thing. That accurate yeah. thing. That is also a thing you can Indeed. do. Indeed. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So do that. Get parasocial. Let's cool. go. Hell yeah. Um, speaking of the icebreaker, got two questions for us today. The first we'll answer individually. And the second one is like a little joint story time thing. Less of a question and more of just story time with D and Lo. Cause it's fun. Cause it's fun. Uh, today's icebreaker question is there a recurring dream that you have like not like a dream like i wish i were like a subconscious dream that you often have so okay um (laughs) the answer to this technically is yes but it also relates back to last week's episode oh god is it the the gator pit yes it is the gator pit because i don't remember my dream i don't remember my dreams like i really really rarely remember anything i've dreamed about usually if i remember a dream it is because of one of two reasons one i'm sick i'm on nyquil and i've had a really fucking (laughs) strange dream those I remember crystal clear. I have memories of at imps chasing me through a mall. And then I went to a SeaWorld type land. It's the whole thing. Okay. I got to swim with oh the my. starfish. Um, well, that's nice. It wasn't a recurring dream, though. That was just like a one-time NyQuil dream. Okay. But no, like... Well, I guess the recurringness is if you're on NyQuil, your dreams will be fucking insane and you're going to remember them. Yeah. So I guess that's the fun re- That's the fun version of this answer. The actual version of this answer is, yes, I have stress dreams about falling into the fucking gator pit. <laughs> With well, the single alligator and or crocodile. I don't remember. But it was and you look at terrifying. Their on the outside what how their snout looks so we can identify what's eating you thank you i would love to except here's the secret i don't know which one's which so sorry that's fair i also don't know um i don't know why i picked this question my answer is 
also kind of not fun. It's a stress dream answer. Sure. So I have recurring dreams of a hybrid place that is both my high school and my college. Mm-hmm. And so it has like some, it has the hallways of my high school, but it's like sure. in the hilly area, like San Luis Obispo, sure. like how Polly was. So in my dream is almost always, I'll be like halfway through the semester and realize fucking hell. I, one of two things, fucking hell. I signed up for a class and I've not gone to it a single damn time. Sure. So that's, sure. or the, or I guess three. The other version is in my dance class, I would show up and didn't have like my tights under my shorts, which you'd get docked for. Uh-huh. I took dance in high school, right. so that's the other version. Uh, and then the third is, I real I, I I'm it's a kind of a variation of the first one where it's not that I have, it I have forgotten to go, is that's the day of the final, and I'm on the other side of the campus. No matter what I do, I'm getting up. I'm showing up at the wrong building. That's a terrible dream. It's awful. It is absolutely awful, and I hate it. Uh, the other dream I've had many times. Mm-hmm. Is I and it, 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 it's a common stress dream where you're on stage and you're supposed to be in a play and you don't know your lines. Right. Except for, for me, the play is always the Diary of Anne Frank. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> I mean, I'd be, and I and I'd jun- be fucking terrified of messing that one up. So, in in junior high, in my drama class at my middle school, um, we did the Diary of Anne Frank, but it was like quadruple casted so that like everyone got to perform in one show. Mm-hmm. Sure. I was cast as Anne's voice. Now, what does that mean? You might ask. That means I was sitting off stage with the script and laugh reading her fucking diary. <laughs> <laughs> I was Anne's voice, oh, bitch. Beautiful. beautiful. Uh, so yeah, those are my stress dreams. You know what? Just that I have a lot. Just you talk. I mean, first of all, we could sit here and unpack that, but that would take two hours. Um, that's true no just you talking about that actually did remind me i do kind of, it's not a recurring dream because Are the you, dream disneyland dream disneyland the dream changes every time i need to be clear about that sometimes mm. like i'm hanging out with my friends um and like like i've had dreams that d and i are at this dream disneyland with our, with keely and i can't find her um and there's like this weird like water it's a boat parade, but it's on land, so all of the boats yeah. are being towed. Like, that's a... Amazing. That was one of them. But then I've had other uh, dreams where, like, it's Dream Disneyland, but, like, I meet... I get a meet-cute with Chris Evans at Coke Corner, and we just spend I time that. together. That was delightful. I would like to live in that dream. Um, And then, also, there's, of course... Ah, uh, yes. The giant tomato. Oh, yes. The giant tomato. Which. <laughs> okay. So basically, y- y'all are not in on any of these jokes. But I have a weird dream Disneyland in my head that I consistently dream of. It's got a consistent geography. The dream itself changes. What happens there changes every time I have Mm -hmm. a dream. I do not have it the same dream over and over again. But the same location. The same. It is the location of the park and like how it's laid out is the same every time. And so I've had, you know, and I'll just have the dreams I do remember are there in this weird little dream Disneyland that is not real. It does not really correspond to how the park is laid out but 
it's like a hybrid of Disneyland and Disney World, kind of. Yeah. Like Disneyland Magic Kingdom, kind of. Right. Um, so I had this dream once, and this is a huge inside joke now with D and I. <laughs> it is. And others as well. But I had this dream that, like, I was walking into Disneyland slash the Magic Kingdom, and I was back towards the turnstiles, which if you've ever been to any Magic Kingdom Disneyland park, you know there's a train that goes overhead, kind of as it functions as the curtain, and once you walk under it, you're, like, out of the real world. And so yeah. I was, like, kind of on that side of the, still on the turnstile side of the train. And then we ki- I kind of kept walking, and I ran into people I knew from work, and it was very stressful. And I, like, was trying to escape, but I couldn't. And then all of a sudden there was just, like, it was Halloween. There was this very loud, like, <laughs> regal announcement music. And we all turned to look down Main Street at the castle. <laughs> And the castle had, like, this, I don't know, like, almost a proscenium that, like, <laughs> rolled out from above the stage. And all of a sudden, this giant stone tomato is rolled out. And I, like, looked at these people and was just like, oh, yes, the giant tomato. Like, this was the most normal like yes it's halloween time of course we roll out the giant oh. tomato all hail the, the giant, giant tomato <laughs> and there was more than now that's three. just part of our vernacular yeah so now anytime we see anything like vaguely culty ah yes the giant tomato and now you're uh-huh. in on it so that i guess and now you're in on it i guess that's technically a recurring dream in that the geography of dream disneyland does not change it gets added on no. to but it doesn't change fair so you should dream unlocks more worlds I, it kind like of, how in dreamlight valley you can only go to certain areas once you get it it kind of feels that way like weird like the the i knew in the my heart of hearts when the 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 boat on land parade was happening that had separated me from Keeley. Like I knew in my heart of hearts, we were at the back end of the park. I knew we were not on main street. I knew we were nowhere near the center of the park. We were at the very outskirts of the park and that has not changed. And now when I revisit dream Disneyland in my dreams, like, I'll know, like, oh, don't go back there. <laughs> Bad things happen there. <laughs> well, not like om- or like ominous things. Like, I don't have a sense of like, yeah. oh, this is a bad place. But I, I will be like, no, no, no. It's too, it's too much back there. Don't go back there. Yeah, don't do that. And I just don't. Just say no. So I, you know, hang That's out fair. in like Frontierland and That's Main fair. Street mostly. Sometimes Fantasyland. Why not? You know, so I guess that's technically it. Is that anything? Very good. <laughs> that is that's something. That's something. Well, I know I promised story time with Dean Lowe, but you'll just have you got story time. You got you got the giant tomato you story. You know what giant that tomato. is? <laughs> a, a big part of our friendship. Uh, we will be revealing other little secret 
details because it's fun and we like to be like ominous cryptids that maybe you guys think are cool and this is how we keep that up. Tell me why my vocabulary was like morsels. We'll be revealing morsels. <laughs> well, first I wanted to say nuggets and that was like... So I feel like our brain was on a similar pattern. Yeah. Yeah, I would agree. Uh, what are you drinking? I know it, it can't be... You said you and Chardonnay were taking a break we from each other. We are taking a break, although I do have uh -huh. some, but not for this evening. Like, I do have some at the ready, just when I'm ready to okay. return to Chardonnay. Uh, no. Today, I actually have uh, gin and lemonade. Oh, that sounds refreshing. It is delightful. It's first day of summer. First day. Well, for us it is. Yes. Okay. So here's the thing. Uh-huh. I had wine. Uh-huh. I had wine. I made I made something with wine on Monday. And I was like, great. This will be good by Wednesday. And I had a little, like, sipsy sip of it yesterday. And went, it was white wine. And I went, this is not going to taste good by Wednesday. Mm. But it was Pinot Grigio. And I was super excited about it. But I drank it yesterday because I did not think it would taste good today. I think that's fair. So I, I have shocker a dirty martini because I'm a basic bitch. Oopsie. If it makes you, if it makes anybody feel any better, I was having some Sauv Blanc earlier as we were. It does. Well, and, and, and the wine, as we have learned and, you know, grown in these two and a half, not quite two and a half seasons, but two seasons of recording this, the wine is really symbolic of a beverage that will get us intoxicated and angry. That's fair. That is really fair. What, the wine is a conduit for the wine. That was complicated. I said what I said. Yes. Think, <laughs> just think about it and it's correct. Yeah. 100%. Uh-huh. 100%. Uh -huh. Well, how are you? Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. I went right into, like, questions and, and stuff. I'm actually okay. I had a snack party at work today, which meant I ate a bunch of junk food and not enough actual food. So I was in a food coma all day, but I'm Perfect. good. Yes. How are you? I am good, although I am sitting, trying to keep my ankle elevated. <laughs> I didn't share this with you Fair. Uh, earlier. I went on an adventure today and yes. found a cool little local bookshop, which was very cool. Um, and I yes. did enjoy my time. However... I was walking into the store and from the parking lot, there was a little like ledge you had to step up. Okay. But then you also had to step down and I didn't catch that. So I what? did um, kind of turn my ankle. Oh, no. <laughs> and um, I played soccer for like 15 years of my what? life. So I have shit ankles because I've sprained Fair. them over and over and over again. Uh, so, yeah, I've got a nice little brace on. We're just going to try and keep it up. It's fine. Like, it'll be fine. It's fine. But I was like, oh, okay. Well, I haven't had to do this in a while. So I'm having a nice oh, little, no. like, flashback to, you know, like, high school. It's fun. Fair. It's fine. Well, there you go. <laughs> but other than that, I'm oh. good. You know. I'm glad. You're about to be really bad, though. I'm so sorry. You know what? You can't bring me down. Not with this Bitch, episode. don't my vibe. No. You can't. That's fair. This well, is the episode of the season. This is the moment. <laughs> Let's cheers and we'll start diving Absolutely. on into it. Absolutely. Cheers. 
Cheers. <laughs> both Good clink. Oh, I, I was going to say both are pathetic, but that's okay. No, yours came through really clear on my oh, end good. for what it's worth. Oh, good. So maybe yes. it sounded nice. Yeah. Uh, okay. This is season three, episode six. Ariel. 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 Okay. So as always, the Disney Plus summary, as always, it's going to fill me with rage, but let's just do it <laughs> because I there is no going back now. Nope. Let's do it. After being... After being saved by Ariel, Snow White returns the favor by helping her new friend get acquainted with Prince Eric, semicolon, and Emma, Mary, Margaret, David, and Hook attempt to rescue Neil from Pan's encampment. Hi, you're not allowed to okay, use I, I, and I, after a semicolon. Like, I, I know last week I begged for the return of the semicolon. I, I recognize I did this, but I also thought with it might come some semblance of grammatical reasoning. No. <laughs> and how <laughs> dare you suggest it, madam? <laughs> Apparently so. Terrible. Deeply. I don't, I don't know. Also, there's a lot of like attempting here. Like she's helping her friend get acquainted. Mm -hmm. We're going to attempt to rescue Neil. Like there's a lot of like, fuck all. Yeah. It's a lot of like equivocating, like maybe she will. Maybe she won't. We just don't know. Yep. We just don't know. Um, well. Well. Have a, have a good sip and let's dive into it all the way. We like dived in a little bit, but now we're going under all the way. We're going under the sea. See, it's funny because it's the Ariel episode. It is. Do you see why that's funny? I assume humor gets funnier when you attack people about getting the joke. Yes. What do you mean you don't think this is funny? You're an idiot. Yeah, 100%. All right, so like Dee said, this is season three, episode six, Ariel, Ariel. (laughs) Um, It was written by none other than Horowitz and Kitsis. Oh boy, the men, the legends. The man, the myth, the legends um, are back. But you Mm -hmm. know what? I can't complain, really. (laughs) So this is a fun episode. It is. It was also directed by uh, Kiernan Donnelly. I think that's how you say it. Yep. This is I the go with that. only Once Upon a Time episode they directed. They directed one Once Upon a Time in Wonderland episode, and that's it. So uh, I don't know. They got out. They knew what was happening. They did. They got out. I, good for Kieran. You know, you gotta. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, Enchanted Forest, Snow White running through the forest, sprinting away from the queen's guards. Oh, no, she runs into a cliff. Because she was on the queen's road. That's her own fault. You know, we have said it before. Stay off the queen's road and the queen won't come after you. But she sprints. She's running. They're chasing her. She comes to a cliff face. Oh, no. What is she going to do? Well, she's not going to get captured is what she's not going to do. So she just jumps off the cliff and then just Uh directly into the water and is immediately Mm -hmm. unconscious until she is saved by a mermaid and brought to the surface. Amazing. When she is not immediately not unconscious. (laughs) She's fine. It's true. Like she breaks the surface and is fine. She's fine. It's Ariel! Hooray. Ariel. It's Ariel. We love to see it. Yeah. 
but we're gonna leave that behind because now we're in Neverland and Regina is trying to teach Emma to use her magic while Mary uh Mary Margaret and David are watching like nervous parents and they do not it's true Mary Margaret is like on kind of on board and David is like I don't like this and Mary Margaret's like well she's got magic she should probably learn to use it yep you know meanwhile Regina's like you worthless piece of scum please use your just use your fucking magic and Emma says, well, this is really hard because you keep calling me a worthless piece of scum in my ear. And concentration is hard. And Regina's like, <laughs> yeah, it's also hard to concentrate when, like, wind is blowing or rain is falling or a fucking arrow is being shot at you. You got to get it under fucking control. You are a pathetic waste of ability. <laughs> She says that. She actually says that. It's not weird. She says it and then gets this really smug look at Emma's like, what? You absolute monster. Because she does Mm -hmm. shout back that Regina is a monster. This is correct. And then Regina gets really smug and she's like, "Hmm, smell that? What? Smoke. Emma's lit a fire with her anger magic oh good so yay it worked Hooray. bully people for magic results i think that's a really sane way to go about things mm-hmm. i agree meanwhile hook approaches from the bushes he you know on homer simpsons <laughs> himself and <laughs> is like hey hi mary margaret hi david um so, Pam, that asshole said that Neil's alive. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We should not tell Emma because that's what Pan wants. And David is like, yep, sounds right to me. Sounds right and proper. Listen to the pirate. And Mary Margaret is like, that's a stupid idea. <laughs> I hate it. Let's be it's because David wants Hook to love him, so he's just agreeing with whatever he says. Yeah, it, well, this is, like, an under-negotiated, like, polyamory situation at this point. And, uh, basically, Mary Margaret is just kind of like, I've never lied to Emma before. I really don't feel like starting now. You can't, according to her superpower, so why does it fucking matter? Why is this a conversation? <laughs> why? Mm. <laughs> you know. It's fine. It's fine. It's not fine. Continue. It's fine. We're going to leave Neverland. We're going back to the Enchanted Forest. Ariel and Snow White are on a beach. They're trading backstories. Obviously, Snow White Uh is running from the evil queen. But Ariel, she is. Ariel, she is not. She's not running from something. She's running to something. Ooh la la. She's running up that hill to find the prince that she saved from drowning a year ago. Because uh-huh. she saw the prince that she saved from drowning a year ago and fell just madly, deeply in love at first sight. Amazing. And Snow immediately jumps on board the Find True Love train. Because obviously... Ooh, motherfuckers. Woo! Woo! All aboard! Turns out, from Ariel's little, like, bag of pocket dimension, she pulls out a slightly damp note 
that says there is going to be an Ursula or a, a ball that night that is honoring Ursula. Yeah. The Under the Sea Ball. Fun fact, you know that's a reference to the song Under the Sea? You know, I couldn't have figured that out if you hadn't told me. I, Thank you so much for sharing welcome. that information. Anytime. So the Under the Sea Ball is happening. It's honoring the goddess Ursula, the goddess of the sea. Oh. Ariel wants to go. She's a good person, apparently. She's we love fine. Ursula. She's great. No, but she is great because Ariel wants to go meet Eric at this Under the Sea Ball. And then suddenly she has legs. Due to the goddess oh. Ursula's magic, because every year at the highest tide, Ursula grants the merfolk land walking until the next oh. high tide. So they can walk on their legs, on their little land legs, from high tide to high tide. That's about 12 hours. Well, good. And Snow... How good of the Ursula goddess. Right, that goddess that very clearly just gave Ariel her legs. Right, because she now has legs. Yeah. Yep. And nobody yep. ever... She didn't ask anybody no. really or like no. talk to anybody or like pay a dark one price or anything. No. She just has legs. No. Okay, cool. Yeah, she has, she has legs. She has legs because Ursula magic. She has legs. Right, because Ursula magic. Ursula exists. Because Ursula magic, she has legs. And so Snow is like, well, that's great, but why don't you just ask Ursula for more time? And Ariel says, well, nobody's seen Ursula in like a thousand she's years, and she's kind of a myth. <laughs> Having just transformed her legs uh-huh. with Ursula magic, but okay, she's kind of a myth. Yep. Great. Her vibe. Ariel's brain cell is also a myth, I guess. <laughs> I suppose. <laughs> you know what? Snows is too, because she's like, you know what? I'm going to help you. Also, I won't tell Eric until Eric until he's like madly in love with you. You can deceive him for oh, a little boy. bit. It's fine. True love. True Deception yes. is a treat. Yeah. Why not? Back in Neverland, we go back to the camp. And Mary Margaret immediately <laughs> breaks. And is just like, Emma? It's so... It kneels alive. Well, it's so good. <laughs> they bombard her. And she's like, what's going on? They're just going to tell you. And she's like, okay. And Hook... And David say different stories. Like, they say, like, different lies come out of their mouth. Yep. And Mary Margaret's, like, kneels alive. <laughs> <laughs> like, I like how they're like, let's lie to her. And they did not agree on a lie. And you know what? I, I do have to say, I really appreciate this pattern we're kind of forming of, like, making a plan. And then Mary Margaret is the one to just immediately throw the plan out yeah it absolutely it kind of keeps happening where like they'll say one thing and then we leave the scene for a commercial break for Uh a flashback whatever and when we come back to the scene mary margaret's doing exactly the opposite oh yeah so i oh yeah it's my favorite i really do appreciate that it's good fun this way anyhow emma's like Okay, well, mm, okay, 
Weird. Don't love that, but thanks. All right. Bye. And so gold. Then we flash to gold because remember gold's here. He's he's on Neverland. Uh-huh. He's we haven't seen him in like three episodes. He's here now. Um, he's trying to use his clairvoyance to see it, this new future. But Pan mm-hmm. appears and says, hey, haha, you're not going to be able to see the future because nobody can see the future on Neverland because time uh-huh. stands still here. Okay. I, I, okay. I will say at first I hated this line, but we do see it later with like window and shit. So like I'll allow it, but it's a weird I, thing to say like it's common knowledge right now. I guess it, I don't like it because I feel like certain mechanics don't make sense. No. If time is standing still. But that being said, it also does explain why Hook is still young, why Neil is still young. All of these things. Yeah. Um, anyhow, Pan offers some eggs in a basket, which is his favorite breakfast. That's just Apparently a with thing runny he yolks. says. <laughs> with runny yolks. He's got terrible taste, and that's on him. Well, you're not wrong. Uh, anyhow, Rumple not not into it. Gold's not into it. He likes his egg scrambled now. Thank you very much. Thank you. I've learned the joys of overcooking an egg. <laughs> Turns out Pam can't die without gold dying too. And Pan, For question mark reasons. Because of reasons. And Pan says that, you know what? Even if he saves, like, Henry and saves everybody, his son still won't forgive you because, hey, guess what? You, my dude, still have daddy issues. Yeah, he's like, your son won't forgive you. And he's like, you don't know that. He goes, have you forgiven your father? Yeah, it's a totally wild and bonkers statement given what we know uh-huh about what is happening in this uh-huh. scene we'll return to that i suppose later not in the episode the surprise just, mouse katool for later just in our conversations uh so yeah rumple probably had a dad abandoned him hmm. hmm shocker okay Pan then goes on to offer Rumple a way out of Neverland and start a new oh. life with Belle, and he does it in he, the most upsetting he, way possible. He, he says, like, he's saying, like, go start a new life. Yeah, like. Maybe with Belle. She looks fertile. Maybe have a new child. What? <laughs> what? Pan is the kind of human being who refers Speaking to... Speaking of runny eggs. Oh. <laughs> Why did you make it worse? It just came to me. I don't know. Why have you done this? Because <laughs> I'm a menace you are to a, your existence. You're a menace to society is what you are. That is well. Um. Yeah, no, it's... It's, it's bad. It's, it's bad. Pan is certainly not what you want. Pan is the kind of person who refers to women as female. And if you know, you know. Yep. Like. Yep. He calls women females and. Yeah. 
I, I, I hate it. can't tell you more than that, but that is the vibe we're getting off of this incel. Yeah. Uh, so anyhow, he's like, Belle looks fertile. You should just go procreate with her, start a new family, and Rumple's not on board with that. Weird. Meanwhile, back at the other, at the other camp, she hears that, uh, Neil is alive. Regina? Not on board. Not on board with trying to save no. Neil. She is like, nope, absolutely not, not. I will not be distracted from Operation Henry. I'm going to go save our son. Yeah, like she starts leaving. It was like, where are you going? She's like, to save our son. Yeah. You dumb fuck. Right. Like the person we're actually here to save. Uh, like, Neil was never part of the plan. I know you're like going through something. But not on my watch. Bye-bye. Yeah, also, it does now, in retrospect, that I'm thinking about it, kind of upset me because she is framed as being, like, selfish for this when I'm like, well, why the fuck would she care if Neil's alive? I mean, again. No, they literally came to Neverland to save Henry. And every minute they're not saving him, bad stuff could be happening to him. Right, and he's a child. Neil is a grown adult. So. Who has been to Neverland before? Let us remember yeah like i just think there is something there that's like obviously the first priority should be saving henry and if we can save neil along the way great even but not don't change the plan for the sake of this man not when it again i think i also think it would be different if you like knew that henry was safe for now right or if you knew like we know that neil will know how to get henry back he has knowledge we don't have we know he can get them off the island is the hope but as far as rescuing henry if you knew that rescuing henry was not possible without him yeah for some reason right we also don't technically know that he knows a way off the island we they, just they have deduced asked, they will ask mm-hmm. a way, that he might know a way off the island right so it's i just i don't I wouldn't fault her in this situation. Not that she is correct, because there is another human life at stake. But I can see why her thought is, nah, you guys do that. I'm not part of this. I'm not. I'm going to go ahead and figure out how to get Henry back, because that's why I'm here. And that's the person I care about. Yeah. So anyway, she's like, no, I'm sticking with Operation Henry. Go fuck yourself. (laughs) And leaves. Deuces. She's out. She's not with the group anymore. Meanwhile, everybody else, after she's left, finds signs of a struggle that are maybe Neil. Could be Neil. Could be Neil. We're going to say it's Neil. It's possibly Neil. Now we know he's alive. Yeah, but it's possible. Everything is Neil. Yeah, everything is Neil. Great news, everyone. Everything is Neil. Yep. Back in the Enchanted Forest, Ariel and Eric are at the ball. Snow and Ariel arrive at the ball. And I'm not going to say anything about what they're wearing right now. Everyone looks fantastic. (laughs) Everyone has such a look. It's so good. They are certainly dressed in clothes. They are. You know what? They are clothed. They all have clothes on. I think that's great. That's so good. Ariel and Snow arrive at the 
ball. They go down to the dance floor. They're at the buffet table, as one yep. has at a grand Absolutely. ball. And Ariel, a collector of trinkets and doodads, uh, looks at and picks up a fork. Mm-hmm. And Snow says, well, what do you think that's called? And she's like, mini tried it. Wait, no, tiny tried it. <laughs> and Snow's like, it's a fork. It's it's a fork. Yeah. In a bit of foreshadowing that Dee did not say anything about earlier. I uh, <laughs> said nothing. And you guys know shit because I edited it out. <laughs> Nerds. Then Ariel and Eric see each other from across the room. And Ariel's very hesitant and shy. But Snow says, no, no, no. Like, go over there. Go dance with him and eventually Ariel does Eric believes that he has seen Ariel before but she was a vision he recognizes Mm -hmm. her from the shipwreck of last year oh boy and thinks I'm sorry a year ago this happened a year ago she's been trying to find this goddamn guy for a year yes she's not very good at maps um (laughs) her GPS uh, location settings are off. So it's really hard for That's her to figure it out. Beautiful. Eric believes that Ursula saved him from the shipwreck and then sent him a vision of the future. He doesn't actually believe that Ariel was the one there that day, but thought he had like seen her in a dream. She's his future. They're oh madly in love at first sight. Great. And he's immediately like, hey, I would like to see the world. I would like to sail away on an adventure around the world. I'm going to sail away on an adventure around the world. Feels like very Orpheus and Eurydice of of him. It's not. Except for she's not like, she's not like disturbed by it. She's like, yes, I am going to marry you. That's correct. Well, well, because he's like. Wait, oh, because she makes a face. She doesn't say anything, but yeah. she makes a face. And he's like, I'm being pushy. I'm being pushy. Um, okay. Uh, no, that's insane. I. It's insane of you to ask, of, of me to ask you to come join me on my ship and sail around the world because we've literally just met 30 seconds ago. Uh Uh-huh. And uh, that's probably not good. And so I'm going to give you time to think. Um, I'm sailing away tomorrow. So not much time, but like... But like some time. Have some time. So like if you you come, I will be so, so, so happy. Uh, But hey, hey, if you don't come, I will be so, so, so sad. I will be so heartbroken. I'll be heartbroken. But like. But I'm a good guy and I'm not guilting you at all. I will understand. I do bestow my understanding upon thee. Mm-hmm. Just know you'll be the cause for my heartache. Thank you. Bye. So then we zoom over. Crash cut to a mirror that's just kind of sitting in the corner of the ballroom. You know how you have ballroom mirrors? Yeah, everybody's got ballroom mirrors. <laughs> That's a totally normal thing to have. We zoom Uh through the mirror and on the other side of the mirror is, of course, 
the evil queen. She's been watching from her magic mirror. She's pissed because Snow was alive. Uh And one of the guards from earlier was like, well, she looked dead. (laughs) Like back then when she dumped off the cliff, she looked dead. And she's like, no, no, no. This is what dead looks like and like magically snaps the neck of another guard. <sighs> uh, she's done nothing wrong in her entire life. No, never. And then the last remaining guard is like, well, do you want us to like go maybe send out more guards for for to, to find her? And she says, no, no, you boys have proven yourselves unequal to this task. It is time to take yeah. matters into my own hands. My own tentacles. Tentacles. Hmm. Wonder what she could mean about hmm. this. Hmm. We just don't know. We just can't know. We'll never know. We will never find out. In Neverland, the roaming gang of idiots, minus Regina, <laughs> follow... That's because it's the idiot. If it was the roaming gang of idiots... Plus Regina. Obviously Regina's not there. Right. Yeah. We have would have to add plus Regina. Uh, they follow the trail from earlier that looked like there was a scuffle and they assume it was Neil trying to fight the Lost Boys. Mm-hmm. So they're following the trail. They are spied on by Peter Pan. What a jerk. He and the Lost Boys plan to move Neil to the Echo Caves, and this sounds Well, ominous. I wonder what that is. That's worrisome. Sure, but you know what's more worrisome? What? Hallucination Bell reappearing. The conscious with Oh, tits. God. She's back. Mm. With and boy, does she look fertile. Uh, so fertile. <laughs> so fertile. She's sitting there in front of gold looking so fertile. And tries to tempt him to leave Neverland for a happy ending. Start a family. Start a family. Have several happy endings. In search mm-hmm. of a family. Aha, uh-huh, it's funny because. Mm-hmm. And he is like so close to giving in. He is about to kiss Hallucination Bell. He is about to leave when Regina arrives. He's about to have a full, like. Izzy and like Denny moment yeah. is what he's about to have. Yeah, he is he's about to be Izzy Stevens and fuck a ghost is what he's about God. to do. Only guess what? It's hmm. not a ghost. No. What? No, because Regina shows up and immediately starts force choking Belle like Darth Vader. Mm-hmm. She magically chokes this hallucination bell. Who is eventually revealed to be none other than Peter Pan's shadow. No. no. This has I hate this. horrifying implications. <laughs> Upsetting. You know the scene in The Guy Who Didn't Like Musicals? Think about oh, the no. implications. Uh-huh. That's that's this scene. That's this. Horrifying. Yep. Horrifying. So Peter Pan's shadow was trying to seduce Rumpelstiltskin. It didn't work yep. because it was force choked. Does a shadow have a windpipe? We just don't know. 
We just, yeah, that's a great question. Oh, no. So, but we're going to leave that there because we're going to go back to Emma and Mary Margaret. (laughs) And Emma takes after her mother in that she cannot keep things secret for, like, more than three seconds. And looks at Mary Margaret and is like, so I kissed Hook. (laughs) It's awesome. Like, Emma's not even asking, like, are you okay? She, like, prompted None. No, she's just of out of nothing. It's like, so mom, I kissed Hook. And Mary Margaret says, well, Neil will understand. <laughs> Which is Which, an insane reaction. Like, bonkers. I mean, I guess she's thinking, well, I slept with Whale. Yeah. And I was cursed. You thought he was dead. So you can, like, right, like, it's fine. I get where she's coming from, but also imagine you look at your mother and are like, mom. Who's the same age as you. I'm going to leave that part out. Like, you just look at your mom and you say, mom, I met this guy. I really like, I like, maybe I might like this guy. And she goes, well, your ex-boyfriend will understand. <laughs> It's not like Neil, like they, yeah, they said I love you before they fell down, like before he died allegedly, but they made no promises to each other. Right. Like, I mean, and again, it's a complicated situation, but it's just an insane. The fact that it's the instinct, again, is not. And how do you feel about that? Yeah, what are, what are you thinking? Because it's just. What if she was really excited about kissing Hook? What if she yeah, was like what super if she was, like, into it? terrible like i don't get me wrong i'm glad she's not but right what if she was like oh i thought you would be excited yeah then you've stuck your foot in your mouth as a mother that's all i'm saying Uh uh-huh anyhow um they have this long talk about how emma is afraid to believe that neil is alive but hey you know what? You should believe because that will give you a chance at a happy ending and you deserve a happy ending. So much mention of happy endings in the show. A lot of happy ending talk. In the Enchanted Forest, Ariel feels guilty for making Eric choose between her and his dreams of happiness, which, like, he is very much not doing. No. It's like she's a mermaid and he wants to go sailing. I feel like they can make this work. Well, I also don't understand, like, what her thing is about, like, well, if he chooses me, he won't get to go do those things. Because even if you have legs, you can just right? decide to get on the boat. Yeah. It's not like we've been shown she's got some strong ties to her magical mermaid kingdom or anything. No. So I don't get her hang up because, uh, in fact, it seems like she is pretty much willingly surrendering what she thought for following his dream. Right. Because the options are, well, if... He knows I'm a mermaid. He won't sail around the 
world? Uh-huh. What? <laughs> I don't get well, it. Well, sure. I don't get it. It's terrible. It's badly written. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. But Snow looks at this and says, Oh, how cute. You're thinking of him first and like putting his happiness no. above your own. What? No. It's not and also no. bad. Just bad. Um, That's true love because you're thinking of his happiness above your own. And again, I don't understand how, no. but that's how it's framed. Ariel should just be honest with him and, like, go to him and tell him that she's a mermaid and that somehow is going to well, shut down his dreams of sailing the world. Obviously. Obviously. And Ariel says, I need time to think. I'm going to go use my three more hours of leg time and I'm going to go down <laughs> to the beach and I'm going to think. Leg time. That's what it's it not is. Wrong. She's got legs for like three more hours. She's going to go think on the beach. Well, why not? She goes down to the beach and has this monologue about asking Ariel or asking Ursula for help. When the, you know, and she's like, ha, huh, I knew it. You were a myth. Everything's quiet. But then suddenly the water starts to ripple. And tentacles oh, no. emerge. It's oh, Ursula, no. but no. Oh no! We see, it's Regina. Oh, and she is having the best time of her life. She's having so much fun. I love her so much. But we don't get to spend Same. enough time with her in this moment because we do have to go back no. to Neverland for stupid plots. I don't wanna. So, oh, I guess this technically is fun plots. This is the fun part. That's true. This is like the C plot, and it is arguably the funnest part of the episode. Yeah. Regina Easily. immediately scolds Cole. She's like, what is this, amateur hour? What the fuck are you doing? You were going to fuck a shadow man. A shadow man, yes. What the <laughs> fuck is wrong with you? The f You need to help me. Shut up. Stop trying to fuck the shadow and come help me. Yes. But Gold hesitates because he knows the only way to save Henry and kill Pan is to sacrifice himself, which we know is his nasty habit, is that he doesn't like to sacrifice oh himself. Boy. So it's true. Uh, there's that. He says that Regina has never faced Pan, but Rumpel has. He has. And she says, you know what? Like, we have to, f we're, we're the strongest magic users ever. The Dark One, the Evil Queen, we team up, we can find him. A fate yeah. worse than death. Wait, there is a fate worse than death. And Rumpel is like, Gold is like, wait, say that again. And she's like, fate worse than death. And he's like, I've got something for that. However, it's in the <laughs> pawn shop. And she hits him and is like, well, why didn't you fucking bring it? Which is amazing. That's like <laughs> she does actually like kind of slap him and be like, "Why didn't you?" Like, well, where, what? Like he couldn't anticipate everything they might need. Idiot! Come on, you asshole! You know what? This is the one character Fair. who can see the future. So it's true. 
you know, whatever. They need something from Gold's Pawn Shop back in Storybrooke. But they can't cross the realm. Oh, no. They're going to need someone's help. I wonder who that could be. I don't know. We just can never know. We will never find out. In the Enchanted Forest, we're back on the beach. Ursula Regina is talking to Ariel. And I do say that because she very much pronounces it that way. Yeah. I have a fun fact for you. Sure. Lana Perea, it was her suggestion for all of the Ursula quotes from The Little Mermaid. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) I I don't think you know how obsessed I was with this scene. Because it was so fucking good. Because it was so much fun. Like, I did. Once Upon a Time was never my hyperfixation, but I did love this scene, like, so deeply. Yeah. So, like, surprise. It was so fun. Yeah. So there's, like, some fun little tidbits throughout this. This is a scene that is laden with references to the animated Ursula and how she pronounces things and how she phrases things. Her mannerisms. And her mannerisms. She offers Ariel Ariel a deal. She gives her a bracelet that will let her keep uh-huh. her legs and be a part of his world. That's how <laughs> she says it. Also, that was a huge promo for some reason. Yeah, it was. That was like the promo for this episode was her saying part of his world. I love it. Ariel accepts this. We see later, I guess a couple of hours, it's kind of dawnish now. The sun is beginning to rise. She goes, mm-hmm. she finds Snow White at the dock and puts the bracelet on Snow, saying that Ariel will get to keep her legs and Snow will become a mermaid, which will let her escape to under the sea and live her life without the queen pursuing her she's she's so fucking excited she's like i i met ursula and i have a solution and snow's like the fuck are you doing are you talking about ursula is a myth i know i saw her give you legs earlier but ursula's a myth yeah trust me you told me so i believe you exactly but oh no Oh, no. Snow has dropped the deck and flubbed like a fish. Oh, no. And Regina arrives like... (gasps) All hail the queen. All hail the queen. And Ariel's like, Ursula? And Snow's like, no. That's the evil queen. Regina. Meanwhile, she's flopping on the deck. It's true. Like, she's like, I can't escape. Girl, just roll. roll. You could roll. Yeah. That is that is one thing she yeah. does not try. Like, Regina's like, no, Regina's like having some difficulty with your tail. Like, stop, drop, and roll, babes. It's literally, because she's sitting up. Like, she's in a sitting position. She yeah. could just hinge, turn herself into a log, and roll herself off the dock. But, uh-huh. but no. She's an idiot. <laughs> but she's dumb so she's so pretty it's it's fine we're back at the echo caves now we're at the echo caves um 
great. Hook has been here before. He's lost many Mainly a his crew. crewmate to this <laughs> game before. Um, Amazing. The implications are astonishing. <laughs> he will not touch foot. But he <laughs> set foot in, but his crew, by all means, go, go for it. He uh, says that the caves are powered by the phrase, the deeper the lie, the more the truth in its echo. Oh, Okay. I don't think that's a saying. I've never heard it once. I'm going to Google search it while you continue. Uh, it's quite possibly a saying. I've just never heard it. Uh, so anyway, they go into the cave and to get to Neil, because Neil is across a bottomless chasm of like emptiness with no bridge. They'll have to reveal their deepest, darkest secrets. And that this sure. this is what Pan wants because their secrets are their weaknesses and can be used against them. So makes sense to me. Save Neil, reveal weaknesses that Pan can exploit later. I feel like Regina had the bright idea and take care of that later because if Pan has more information, it might be more difficult to get Henry. You know, it's not not the right move. It's fine. It's fine. Don't worry about it. It's fine. So, do we have any confirmation about this dumbass saying? No, I... Great. All I can find is fanfic from Once Upon a Time. <laughs> Great. Perfect. So we've made up a saying to justify these caves. Awesome. Oh, this is a Star Wars fanfic. Ooh. So maybe it is a thing. Amazing. But nothing. It's I am going to say it's not a quote. Okay. I'm I'm down for that. Or it's not a saying, I should say. Right. Like it's it's just not a commonly heard a phrase thing. that they would have drawn on. Correct. Back on the docks, Snow cannot remove the bracelet that has been put upon her nor can she turn herself into a little burrito and roll only ariel can remove this bracelet but she is hesitating because you know a lot is happening regina keeps saying get out of here mermaid leave and snow also is saying get out of here regina is also kind of between them so she can't get there Snow says, Why not? go, be with Eric, be happy. And finally, after a little bit of hesitation, but like not enough hesitation. No. Ariel leaves and does. Uh-huh. Like she's very, mm-hmm. she's very much thinking about this. So Regina yeah. begins to, you know, force strangle Snow, but then Ariel returns and stabs her with a mini trident. Also known as a fork. And the fact that nobody calls it a Dinglehopper is insane. D- Dinglehopper? I don't even know her. <laughs> are you s- waiting? Are you so glad you I'm waited so happy like right an now. hour for I'm that? I'm so happy. Yes, I'm so fucking happy. <laughs> I'm so happy Delighted. for you. Anyhow. 
so, you know, Ariel Dinglehoppers her. (laughs) Woof. Then rushes to snow, tosses off the bracelet. They jump into the water, become, she becomes a mermaid. She tells Snow, hold your breath, and they swim away. Amazing. They are safe. Good for them. In the cave, in on Neverland, we're back in the Echo Cave. It's a terrible place. Nobody likes it. No. So, uh, Neil's across the the bottomless pit. There's no bridge. In order to get a bridge, they have to reveal some deep, dark secrets. Oh, no. So Hook starts, and he says that my secret is kissing Emma, and everybody's like, this is not a secret. Everybody knows. David, like, not fuck. (laughs) He's... All of the women in the room are like, this is not a secret. And David is like, the fuck, who am I more jealous of? And... Emma's like, what the fuck, bro? I told you not to tell anyone. Yep, but that's not a secret because people knew that. But no. his secret yeah. is that kissing Emma gave him some hope that he can be happy again oh. after losing Mila, which, fun fact, is Emma's son's grandmother. I really hate that you said that, just, but thank you. I just like to remind people of that. So, you know. Henry's dad. This is Henry's step-grandfather really um <laughs> you are saying words and i wish you wouldn't welcome to the fuck burn and the family tree mary margaret oh, yeah. is up next there's a there's a little earthquake part of the path reveals but it's not enough to get across mary margaret's yeah. up next And her secret is that even though she is, like, so proud of Emma and she loves what they have and it's really unique, rightfully so, she's really deeply hurt that they have missed out on everything. They've missed out on being parents, basically. Right. Even though, you know, she loves Emma, she's really proud of her, they still don't, they didn't get to raise her. They didn't get to see first steps or hear first words or do any of the parenting stuff and so her real deep dark secret is that she wants a baby but oh no oh no (laughs) David's secret is that hi I was fucking poisoned by dream shade i can't and and hook took me to get a cure i can't leave neverland without dying sorry babe right but we're not gonna actually deal with that because again another earthquake and the bridge is complete she can get over so emma sprints across the bridge and she starts hacking at the cave or the the cage that right kneels in and he's like you know you know you know that's not gonna work which to be fair it is the cage that he was in outside of the cage so i do feel like in most situations hacking at it would have worked because it's like made of bamboo but why not i guess being in the cave gives it magical powers who who the fuck knows i don't know we just don't know 
Anyhow, Emma has to reveal a secret. Come on, Emma, get it together. And Emma's secret is that (laughs) she was terrified when she heard Neil was alive. And even though she'll probably always love him, there was a part of her that really hoped that he was just dead. Because Uh it would be easier to go through the pain of, like, dealing with the fact that he was dead than opening herself up to pain and, like, all of the pain that they've already Uh been through. Uh Uh-huh. Okay. So, Neil's free. They hug. Everyone's uncomfortable. Yep. Yay! (laughs) Yep, yep. It's awkward for everyone. We go back to the Enchanted Forest. Ariel gets Snow to a shoreline, and Snow tells Ariel, like, leave. Leave. Go find Eric. And she does. There's very little to that little scene. Ariel swims back to the kingdom. She's in the water. She sees Eric waiting for the ship. He's already told, like, who I can only assume is Grimsby to yeah. wait just a little bit longer. And Ariel goes to call out to him and be like, hi, Eric, it's me, your mermaid love. But, oh, yep. no. Only you didn't know I was a mermaid. She has no voice. Oh, no. Don't you just hate it when you get Little Mermaid and you're the Little Mermaid? Ugh. God damn it. I hate it. Hate that. There's no sound coming from her and Regina's on the dock going, ha, 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 You really thought. Uh, I have your voice now. It's mine it's for reasons. It's mine because I am Ursula and also the only thing worse than risking rejection from the love of your life Ugh. is never getting to tell your love anything at all. So, uh-huh. haha, this is a thematic crossover. Woohoo, of course. This is the juxtaposition of Ariel's problems with Emma's. She has gotten yeah. to tell Neil now, so he's got some stuff. Also, Hook's been very weird and jealous about it all. It's true. I didn't write it down because it's not important because it's dumb. That's fair. I'm trying to remember. At one point, doesn't uh, Snow something like, oh, and Regina will never have happy her happy ever. Like she basically yeah. has some shitty comment. Yes, because she tells, uh, when she's telling Ariel to leave and be like, basically saying like, she can kill me go get your happy ending yeah go get a happy ending because that's something regina will never have because i bitch you got her boyfriend (laughs) murdered god what a bonkers thing to say i know she doesn't like technically know but she kind of knows i think at this point she does she basically does if not like i think no matter where this falls on the timeline Because I think part of the, I think the outfit is meant to imply it's maybe before she meets David. Oh, let's look. I can tell you because the episode now, it says where it was in the timeline. Let me look for you. Uh, Episode connection. 
Uh, this, the Enchanted Forest flashbacks occur. Okay, all the events up until the Evil Queen come are after snowfalls. Okay. The events of the Evil Queen's disguise of Ursula occur before she pays a visit to Rumpelstiltskin and Skin Deep. And the rest of the events occur before A Wondrous Place, which is the Aladdin episode we haven't gotten to yet. Well, that was unhelpful. <laughs> it was. I'm still not entirely sure, but there is a page called the Enchanted Forest Timeline, which I will be looking at after this. Oh, I 100% believe everyone who's done the work, but that was an unhelpful. <laughs> yeah, no, it, it did nothing um, for me. That was an unhelpful summary of where we are in time. Uh-huh. I don't know. That wasn't good for you. I don't feel like there was enough information to make any sort of judgment except for she's no. in her bandit snow outfit. And if you like really wanted to, you could probably possibly unless there's like evidence from later episodes and mm. flashbacks, you could maybe argue it's before she meets David. Right. And if it's before she meets David, or even before they like I don't know, usurp a throne because whose kingdom are they in? Um, uh, Prince Eric's <laughs> kingdom, fucking obviously. Oh, okay. Well, this one, yes, but I meant when Snow and Charming get married, whose kingdom? Oh, yeah, doesn't fucking matter. We don't know, just some guys. <laughs> they just went next door and are like, hey, can we borrow your <laughs> kingdom for like 30 seconds? Yeah, this is this is our kingdom now for like a minute. Thank you. <laughs> Um, but yeah, like, I don't know. I feel like you could make an argument. It's when she knows she's done something wrong to Regina, but doesn't know what she's done exactly. Although there's a whole, the whole Apple thing, which does, but that's, I don't know. The timeline is messy. It's very messy. It's, it's a whole thing. Anyhow, let's go back to this dock where Ariel is sad and without a voice. Oh, okay. We're back on the dock where Ariel is sad and without a voice and cannot tell her love that she loves him because of reasons. And well, sure. Regina's like, swim away, little mermaid, saying the thing. Yeah, she said the thing. And Ariel is heartbroken and swims away which I feel like is giving up way too easily right there are so many ways oh I tried there are so many ways you could make noise and like truly and there's a way to fix that where she literally tries making noise to get the prince's attention not her voice use your tail like use splash. A splash and like there the spell is that he literally cannot perceive her. Yeah. Then I'd feel like, oh, okay. Right. Swim It'd be away, a little, little something. But yep. there are so many ways and he's going to sail on a ship and you're a mermaid. Like Right. I feel like that's maybe the best the ideal situation. Best case scenario. If you're going as to far fall as in love with you- a human. <laughs> Uh-huh. What, they're gonna spend all their time on the sea and you're a sea creature? Oh, no. 
So Regina goes back to her castle after this. But right. in the mirror, oh no, it's the real Ursula who is made of gold and also like kind of Medusa-y. It's true. Like, I just get a lot of Medusa vibes off of her. Um, she doesn't, Oh, big same. She does not like what Regina's been up to. She's not a fan. Her impersonation is not good. She didn't. Don't do that. She didn't like it. Also, she's Yvette Nicole Brown. She didn't like it's true. it. Um, and says, Regina, Regina, never, ever fucking do that again or face yeah. unspeakable consequences. And I guess Regina listens because we never hear yeah. about this again. Mm-mm. Not even once. Even when we bring Ursula back. Don't. I'm just saying. Don't. I'm just saying. I hate this. We will never see any of this matter. Never. Just, just fun. Ugh. Back in Neverland, we are back at the best part of the episode, Golden Regina. And uh-huh. they go back to Squid Lake. And Regina picks up the shell. <laughs> but this time, instead of, you know, yelling or blowing into the conch, she's like, no, no, no. You talk to the sea. It talks back. Let me whisper. He's like, we don't need we don't need a giant squid. She goes, well, you've had fun. <laughs> Which has some implications there. <laughs> it, it is delightful. But she's like, no, no, no. You talk to the sea. It talks back. Let me just like ASMR whisper into the, the shell. Hello, little mermaid. Hello, yep. friend. Come to me. Hello, boys. Hello, boys. Apparently this is how you get in contact with Ariel. It's also her, cell, her shell Imme- phone. Immediately. immediately. It's her, we love shell phones. It's her shell phone. Come on, that was goddamn funny. That was hysterical. <laughs> Convincing. It works very fast. Quick quick reception, too. Yeah. Exactly. Ariel still can't talk. She has no voice. And Regina goes, oh, right. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and Shit. grants her her voice back. And she says, why would I even fucking help you? And she's like, oh, turns out um, mermaids can travel across realms now, guys. That's just a yeah. thing they can do. Also, yeah. I thought we hated mermaids, but we don't hate this mermaid. No, and, and we even called it out. Looks like you can't trust mermaids, and she's like, "No, no, this one's fine. This one's fine. I like this one. We For have reasons. Hi- we have history, and which I mean, we can I trust this one. Ter- terrorized this one. I mean, usually if Regina has history, you can assume it's not good. No, but I do love that Rumple is like. You can't trust mermaids. And she's like, no, we can trust this one. She hates me. (laughs) Yeah. This one probably would murder me if I gave her the chance. (laughs) But, you know. Let's trust her. She gives Ariel her voice back and Ariel's like, I'm not going to fucking help you. Why would I help you? She says that it's weird. And Regina says, oh, oh, but you are. Because look in your hand. Look down at your hand. Look at Look at me. Look at your hand. Look, look at, at your dude. hand. Look at me. Yeah. <laughs> look back at your yep. hand. It has a leg brace. It's like the Old Spice commercial. Yes. <laughs> <It's> a- <laughs> it 
It has a leg bracelet in it. You have a leg bracelet. You can have legs now. Anytime. You can control your leg bracelet. Also, I need you to go to Storybrooke. You know who's in Storybrooke? Oh my God, there's a resident there. Oh my God, do you know who that resident is? Oh my God. Oh my God, who? It's Eric. You should never see this bitch once in our lives. Travel goddamn across the universe and go see Eric. But all you have to do is go to do this thing that I need you to do. And she says, well, where am I going? And she says, Storybrooke. (laughs) And that's it. And that's the end. Amazing. Good job. Woohoo. So that was Ariel. Ariel. I will say, a delightfully fun episode, but an episode where, once again, very little happens. I think, I will say, in in this defense, more happens. More happens, but still not enough for a full episode. It is not a lot, but I think, I think the B and the C plots carry a lot. I think... Yes, we... We... This is finally a chance in Neverland where we are seeing a character who actually does have some influence on the plot because I guess Deus Ex Mermida, they yes. can cross realms now. Yes. So the reason we're getting Ariel's backstory is because we need Ariel in Neverland. For a reason. Yes. Um, they, they came up with a plot relevant reason that will keep her around. Yes. And I think the, the gold Regina team up is good and Delightful. fun and also important. We, yes. But then we have all of this stuff in the cave of echoes or whatever the fuck it is. That is <laughs> the cave of echoes. Not great. No. So. Um, where do we, do we want to start with this? Hmm. Um, I think I would just like to address the Ursula in the room. Please, by all means. Why? Why indeed? Uh, it, it's not why Ursula, because I get why Ursula on many different levels. Like right, I but I get but the the if, reference. I get the she's a goddess with a myth around her that Regina can then exploit. I do understand right, right, all of but that. Why Ursula? If change Ursula later? Well, also why Ursula? In terms of we literally the first reference we get to Ursula is. Uh-huh. Actual Ursula magic transforming yeah. Ariel's legs, fin its fin into legs. Mm-hmm. If we had not gotten that, I'd be like, fine, we're, I'm on board with Ursula, the goddess of the sea. It's a myth. Because it's a myth. And she yeah. just was, I don't know how she got her legs. Right. Whatever. That's fine. Whatever. But, but because we get this thing and she's like, well, it's kind of a myth. And then Snow's like, she's just a myth. And I'm like, you bitch, you, you literally. Like magic. You literally saw her tail. You have legs right now. Transform into legs. It does not make sense for you to believe that Ursula is a myth. 
Because you right? literally just saw proof of her magic. If she hadn't Insane. seen it, that would be different. But she's a witness but to alas. it. So I don't, right, she I don't get why. We, and then we treat the Ursula reveal like it's a reveal when it's like, yes, again, the very first thing we heard about Ursula us. was that she was real because she did fucking magic. Right. So that's dumb. It's fucking insane. It's dumb. That's my little thing. And then, of course, yep, we will have a lot of fun later. In season yes. four. Oh, yeah. When they decide. Queens of Darkness. To bring Ursula back. But not. But not like this. So. We want her, but not like this. But not like this. We don't want to have to CGI her into every scene. So. Let's. So, no. Let's get a. Let's get an actress in. Marin. Yep. Yep, and they do. And they do. Uh, but we'll we'll spend more time on that later. Yes, yes. Um, okay. Uh-huh. I would love to chat a little bit about Shadow Bell slash Pan Shadow slash how fucked up that is. Think about the implications. Just think about the implications. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay, so we've got the shadow, right? We've got the shadow. Right. right. Mm-hmm. Who's the shadow of? Pan. Pan's shadow. This is Pan's shadow. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Now, I believe eventually the shadow is revealed to be an eldritch being. But right now we don't know that. We don't. Well, right now I guess we don't know who Pan is either, but still. 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 So. I don't like it. Eldritch Pan's shadow. Um, who's Pam? Papa Rumble. Papa Rumble. <laughs> he is about to have sex with Papa Rumble. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. With his very fertile shadow girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> it's terrible. It's, the show... I swear they don't think. No one has the brain cell. (laughs) And that's a dangerous thing. They have one brain cell between them all. And nobody Mm -hmm. has it. No one has it. Not even one They lost it in Neverland. Uh, They dropped it on the way. (laughs) I, okay. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But also, like, going off of the lack of brain cell about how much we hate this arc. Uh-huh. One week has passed. This is revealed in this episode. It has been one week. It has. They've been in this hellscape for one week and, like, nothing has fucking happened. Do, do we think that maybe this is when JMO got asked how many days passed? Maybe. Because it's been six episodes and, and she's like, yeah, probably. <laughs> it's been a week and it's been six episodes. Even though... She took that as canon forever and ever. I mean, I don't think it's impossible. God. Um, yeah. No, it's not good. Um, also... It's not what you want. I'll tell you that. 
Well, especially because I think what they want the feel of Neverland to be is it's hopeless, right? Like, right. It is a hopeless and, and, and task week, to get off. And yeah, after a week, you'd be discouraged. But give me a month. You, give me. We've been here forever. We've not. Well, it's been one week of trying. <laughs> We've already seen him three times, which has been pretty encouraging. <laughs> Talk to him once. No, we must be in contact with him at least three times a day. Thrice a day is the minimum of memory sighting. Like, I feel like that's what's happening. Like, we're losing hope. It's been six hours since I talked to him once. <laughs> but that is kind of what it is. <laughs> like, I'm sorry. Like, unintentionally when things get crazy I've gone longer without talking to my mother I feel guilty every time and I'm like god shit I need to call her but like yeah a week is not much at all no I mean and yes of course it's a very high stress situation he's but they haven't created stress if the whole Neverland stuff feels like we're just floating through well you know what oh look it's tinkerbell oh wait tinkerbell left because she realized we didn't have a plan oh, oh, tinkerbell. Look, it's a colander starfinder oh it doesn't work like, just... oh look it's a mermaid she can travel across realms <laughs> like everything is just so wishy-washy and whatever oh emma's an orphan dream shade but we found a cure like we're just <laughs> oh Emma's an orphan and she feels sad her boyfriend's alive <laughs> what a great transition can we <laughs> can we like, about, I feel like it's like when you're um, I was a kid and you know kids are all big on like selling each other secrets and you'd be like tell me your biggest secret and your friend would be like well my parents were divorced and I I never get to see them together. And you're like, yeah, and my secret is last night I got up and I had frosted flakes. My parents <laughs> were asleep. That feels really personal to you. I, I made this, I made the details up, but there was a scenario once where I was like trying to like, you know, have sleepover have a fun. Secret. And I was like, here's... My secret was like something super innocuous, and then the person I had sleepover with, like trauma, dumped on me, and I was like, "Oh, <laughs> I like frosted flakes." <laughs> and I'm sure she was like, "What the fuck? I just told you like my deepest secret here." <laughs> I'm not supposed to have sugary cereal, but I did. And I think right now we're finding out why you weren't supposed to have sugary cereal. Probably. No, it's just, it, it it is one of those things. It's not that her feelings are invalid. Because I get mm-hmm. it. And I also think, like, yeah, it's kind of a deep, dark secret to be like, I, I kind of, you to be alive. I kind of wish you hadn't survived or dead i do i I wish you were dead yeah or just like i get it like i wish that instead of having to deal with this i didn't have to and that would mean you were dead and like i was prepared for that but i also don't feel like we spent enough time 
with no, we Emma right being upset it. about or like trying to be like really no, cagey. We don't show her. I think we should like, have gotten. She finds out Neil's alive and she's like, all right, let's go. Like she doesn't. <laughs> right. Like there's like a. Have any moment. Minor like, she issue. Had a, there's a minor she moment. She could have had a. She could have had a moment of like debating of like going with Regina. The Charmings could be like, but Emma, it's Neil. You need to go. S-. Like, I don't know. Right. No. And like she gets this minor moment with Mary Margaret where she's like, well, I kissed Hook. Who immediately is but like, they don't, but, well, he'll forgive you. Like, it's fine. Yeah, exactly. Like, the moments we're given don't help us understand that perhaps she's like w- looking. Warring with this. To not deal Yes, like she is struggling in some way yeah. with Neil being alive. Right, like, which makes then her confession kind of ring hollow because of like, well. You were acting fine. You kind of, and I, I mean, maybe, maybe there's a world in which perhaps, and this is no offense to Jennifer Morrison because she was handed bad writing or at least bad editing i don't know if like there was stuff that was deleted that would have made this make better sense but maybe there's a world in which like a more adept actor could infuse that scene with mary margaret with more like right pathos and like more yes being really obviously conflicted about like she's saying well I kissed Hook not as a coping mechanism for being sad that Neil was gone but almost as being like relieved that yeah he's gone like there just should have even if even if that conversation right there was like when she's when Snow had said like well he'll forgive you for yeah. that or her being like i don't i don't really want his forgiveness yeah i'm not looking for that i right. i i i want to move on yeah even if she had just said i want to move on i don't want to do this anymore well and and even if the kiss between her and hook if we had had our no last episode we were like he should have refused and been like not now mm-hmm. ask me later if after she finds out Neil's alive, we have this moment where she's like wanting to kiss him because she would rather move on than yeah, that would have been a process great that, way to redeem him. And then right after she could talk to mom and be like, she'd be like, "Are you excited to see Neil?" And she'd be like, "I just kissed Hook. Like I just came from kissing Hook." Yeah, or like it also would have been a great way if like they had kissed last episode. Fine, whatever. Then, of course, we get the reveal to Hook that Neil's alive. Yeah. And he immediately comes clean because that's the heroic thing yeah. to do. Is yeah. sa- Although he, the heroic thing to do is come clean to Emma. It's not to come clean right. to her parents. Don't go to her parents. But that being said, like, yes, he does. He does do something, a good impulse here. He does yes. reveal. Tell them. That this thing that could harm him has happened. Right. Even if like in this episode, even if everything had stayed the same last episode and then she came back to him, like having heard Neil's alive and being like, I don't fucking care. 
And he pushes her away and is like, dude, you are so emotional right now. Yeah. This is not the time. Mm -hmm. If I'm going to kiss you, I'm going to kiss you when you, I know you want me. Yeah. Then, number one, we fully get that, like, Emma's in denial about how she's feeling. She's having a weird reaction to this. All And bonus, Hook now is acting as the good guy. Not the selfish guy. Not yeah. the guy who is trying to get into somebody's pants and therefore doing good things. Yeah. That would be somebody being like, hey, yes, I do want this. I do want right. to kiss you. I do want to pursue something with you. But if I if we're going to do that, I don't want you to be bogged down in this. This is not fair right. to you. You're not in the right frame of mind. And then suddenly, oh my god, what a charming guy. What a great, great guy to like put his own wants aside for what she needs him to do. Agreed. And we fixed the show. We fixed it. We fixed all of this because then her reveal to Neil is like kind of a gut punch of like, mm-hmm. I tried to get with somebody else so I didn't have to deal with the fact that like you being alive hurts me. Right. And we just need a little more. We just need more. And I also think the downside of this episode is that there is stuff that could be trimmed. It would, it's, it, it is the fun stuff and it would have hurt me to lose. But there is stuff we could have trimmed they to make could room have trimmed, for a better story for the A plot. They, they could have trimmed the tiny trident thing. They could have trimmed mm-hmm. the five minutes of the ball of watching the heinous costumes. More on that in a moment. Holy shit. Um, yeah, no, because also the joke of the tiny trident, literally, she could have stabbed Regina with a fork and everybody would have been fine. Like, everybody would have been yeah, laughing. Like, yeah, she, like Ariel Ha-ha, has a dingle, a dingle hopper. hopper already, because she had one in the movie at this point in her life. She, she did not get one on the land. She grabbed one under the sea. So it stands within reason that Ariel could have just had one. Right. Or at the very least, you... If you're like really like no 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 she we want to show it, you can have them having a conversation and her pick up a fork and look at it and put it in her bag. Done. You don't even need words about it because no the people who are watching will get it. They will laugh because the Little Mermaid has picked up a fork, put it in her bag. Yep. That is enough of a joke because of what we know. To, like, yep. stand on its own. We don't have... And also, you don't even manage to call it a fucking dingle hopper. No. So then the joke is that you it's don't say stupid. the thing we expect you to say? Apparently. So, anyhow. And it's dumb. Right. And th- then that takes away from stuff we could have had that made her con- Emma's confession make any amount of sense. But alas. But alas. And a lack. We did not. And a lack. Um, so those that ball. those costumes at that the ball. ball. That Baldo. <laughs> that Baldo. Um, the amount 
of early 2010s fashion we got. It it, it really feels oh. it feels like they had because I did read this scene took eight hours to film. It looks like they put an extra call sheet out there onto like the SAG mm-hmm. extras board. I don't quite know how it works. I know there's just a thing and you sign up for stuff and it was like looking for this age people in this garb. Fantasy in fantasy ball garb. Because you, you had a eclectic everything. You had some people with like opera gloves and like empire style gowns. You had some women in saris. You had some people in high low dresses. I just want to talk. I like, I mean, the background actors are chef's kiss magnificent. What the? I love watching them more than anything. Yeah, literally the most fun I have is when we are watching Once Upon a Time and pausing on the, just to look at the background wardrobe. Oh, is that pathetic? Good and so bad. But like, that's where we're at. When you watch it enough times, that's, yeah. Um, But then the other part is, let's just talk about what Ariel and Snow are wearing because. I don't want to. They scare me. Ariel is wearing a dress straight out of Descendants, high, low, above the knee in the front, far below the knee in the back, but not to the ankle. Like, ready to kick up a nice little jazzy number, perhaps in some water. I don't know, using newspaper or something. Mm -hmm. Kenneth Ortega Mm -hmm. owes me money for that dress. Yes. Uh, (laughs) I can only assume it's his doing. (laughs) Who else would it be? And then, um, Snow. Snow is where it really got me. Yeah, her is her. Well, because Snow has this voluminous, like, bubble gown. It's not totally like a mm-hmm. bubble hem. But, it, but, like, it has the motif of it. Yeah, like, it's, it's very, like, jellyfish, poofy at the wa- from the yeah. waist down to her knees. But what's on top is it's belted. And then there's just like a sheer, no. the sheer office wear of the the era. Like you remember, you remember, no. you remember how what we you did. Remember Claude. Was, you remember Claude. What we did was we wore sheer office wear and called it fashion yes. because we did what we what we did with Snow is we put her in a button down, a sleeveless yes. button down, basically. Yeah, with some ruffles. And uh, it was sheer, and that was her top. It's not what you want, but it's what we have. And I'm pretty sure I had that top, except it had sleeves. Like, I'm almost positive at that point in time I had that top from, like, Forever 21, but it had sleeves. It just didn't. It wasn't sleeveless. My God. Which is insane. The, the fashion of that era is insane. And please go watch the ball scene. Look at them. Because like Just Dee said, this. there are, first of all, it, the foreground. The foreground is insane. Eric is wearing so much pattern. So much pattern. How bold of him. It takes a man to wear that much pattern. Um, And then you look at 
Ariel and Snow, and man, is it a time capsule of just... Uh-huh. Oh. Of the times. And then you look at the background, and there's saris on white people. There are... Woof. Th- like, random people. There is a girl, she is wearing what I can only assume was an outfit she wore to ring in the new year, but somebody's sewn a big bow on the back and she's got opera gloves on because it's so glittery. But also there's a prom dress. It's so much. I'm pretty sure my prom dress from junior year. Like I'm half expecting to see a hot pink with zebra print. I am waiting for it because I feel like it's going to show up. I feel like I, I feel like there's a possibility if we watch a ball in Once Upon a Time in Wonderland. Oh, yeah. I feel like it's there. I feel like it's wacky enough to yeah. pop yep. up. I feel like there's not enough like people paying attention to that show. Well, they could just do more, get away with more. Yeah, well, and I think like Wonderland, you don't it's not there's Wonderland, there's Agrabah, there's like from what I remember. Right. I don't remember. Vi- I watched like two episodes of it. about it. But there's, it feels like there's enough to um, justify, we're weird and wacky, so we can use the Hot Topic prom dress. Uh-huh. Yeah. Agreed. Wild. Wild. Uh, anything else on your list? Um, not really. Just no, I had a fun time. No. I enjoyed this one. I had, it's a lot of fun. I enjoyed this. It's one. a nice break because we don't spend nearly as much time in Neverland, and and I love that for us. And the time we do spend is a lot of Regina and Rumpel, which helps. Which is oh, you know what? I do want to talk about that. Regina and Rumpel. <laughs> good, good. Just a little bit, like. Not not a ton. There's not a ton to say about their scenes this episode. But I do think one of the things this show does, like, weirdly well is giving us mm. an appropriate amount of Rumpelstiltskin and Regina. Yes. It always leaves you wanting more, but you know if there was too much, it wouldn't be the novelty that it is. Right. Like, I feel like Rumpelstiltskin and Regina would get super duper annoying if we were constantly having to deal with their banter. But in the small... But they just give us just enough. It's, this was perfect. This It was so good. I mean, I wanted a little more because I'm selfish, but I also understand, that, like, no, this was the exact right amount. If I am saying yeah. I want just, like, a little bit more. Whatever she calls an imp, it just feels like a good time. There's my deranged imp or whatever she says. is hilarious. Yeah. It's so good. Like, it is so much fun. It is also the two people on the show who do not take the show seriously. No. I think it's why I end up, I ended up I, at this era. I'm, I'm, I'm going to show my ass right now a little bit. All right. Not like literally, but metaphorically. Sure, 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 sure. In this era, I did ship Regina and Hook. And I feel like we talked about it at the time, even. And, and I think we were, it was there just was a the level of, energy. I think it was the... It was the energy, and it was the fact that they hadn't redeemed Hook yet. So there was a level of, like, they're both bad guys. This could be fun. 
that, but really more than anything, I feel like Hook is the one person who comes onto the show at this point. Sean McGuire right. does this. And I know we've been kind of introduced to Sean McGuire, but like, not really. But, right. like, Colin O'Donoghue and Sean McGuire are two of the additions in this season. And two of the only people who feel like early on come in and do not take the show seriously. They right. And which is the energy that I think Robert Carlyle and Lana Perea put out is, I know what the Absolutely. fuck I'm in. I know this is yeah. not high art. I know I'm having a good time. I know it's a steady paycheck. I'm, I am here. I'm to have not a- getting an Emmy nom- nomination for this. I'm just having fun. I'm just going to have as much fun as I can. Which makes the show work. It's why when we have Regina-centric episodes, we don't complain. I I mean, we still complain, but we don't really. Right. It's why this episode is so much fun. Is because Lana Perea is just on screen having a blast. Which means... The best time of her life. You're just ready to have the best time because like you said she was the one suggesting she was so excited to be ursula oh yeah so you know she's just having the best time on set and that brings an energy where she's not taking it seriously it's not gonna bring her accolades but that makes it so much more fun to watch because people having fun is fun to watch and this show patently ridiculous Oh, absolutely. So if you're having fun watching it, that's the right... Oh, absurd. That's the right amount of fun. We're not Agreed. trying. And so, like, I and I think we've talked about it, too. Robert Carlyle, they have... And Lana Priya have different energies in that, yeah. like, Lana Priya's like, let me just have as much fun as I possibly can. And, like, right. Robert Carlyle feels like, I know this is ridiculous. I am going to make it as grounded as real as possible, but also yeah. it's hilarious and I'm in on the joke. Yeah. And then I feel like yeah. Colin O'Donoghue, especially as he like moves forward in the seasons, kind of gets like, "Oh, this is insane." Right. What I'm being asked to do, insane. So like, I'm going to have fun. I with broke it. my foot on set. This is insane. This is nonsense. Sean McGuire also kind of gives that vibe of like, yeah, I'm going to act earnestly, but fuck are we, this this is dumb. What we're doing is dumb. This is insanity. And then that makes it fun because everybody on set is having fun, which makes for better chemistry. And I think that's why we end up not enjoying certain parts of the show is because it's like, Look, you're not having Don't fun. Don't too seriously. Yeah, you're not having fun. And this is a yeah. dumb show. It's a show that asks yeah. you to believe in fairy tales. Uh-huh. That's dumb. It's hot nonsense. It's beautiful, but it's dumb. Yup. And they do, they do do a nice job of, like, giving us just enough Rumple and Regina to be, like, I'm having so much fun. I want more time with them. Yep. 
Agreed. But then they would have gone too quippy if they had gone past it. Like, it just would have been Tony Stark. Too much. All the time. Yeah. Yep. So there you go. Agreed. I think that was a good thing to add. Because you are correct in all of it. Thanks. Um... I don't have anything else on my to-be-discussed list. Nope. Except for Mila who, question mark, we just dropped her like a hot potato. Like, his his whole personality now, now he's like, I've moved on because I kissed you one time. Yeah, he's got hope now. Not their daughter. Just... No. Not their daughter, Pixie Dust, but just the general concept of hope. and, and, And that's... The biggest problem I've always had with Hook, his whole personality is Mila, and then suddenly it just isn't, and we don't ever fully get the closure on that. No, and it's also, it's Mila, and then it's Emma. Yeah. Mila, Emma, did he really move on, or did he just find someone with a similar name? Did he just find a two-syllable name with a schwa at the end? Yeah. We just don't know. Oh. Well, well how are your counts looking? Let- after the wild adventure of last week, this is a calm one. We have no more beans, no curses. And I had to think about this one, not hard because it was relatively easy, but I'm going to say no uses of the superpower because, yeah, Har- Charming and Hook are like, we're going to lie to her, but then they don't have the same lie. So it's like, okay, if you have two people staring at you and saying the same, like saying different <laughs> things at the same time. You're not using a superpower. You're just going, the fuck are you talking about? Right. And also, literally, 0.2 seconds later, the actual truth is told to you. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. So, no new additions there. How goes the foliage? Uh, The foliage remains foliaged. Um, Nothing. Really. That's true. I, I guess even on the fuck fern, Ariel and Eric haven't kissed. They're kind of, I mean, like, they're, I guess, kind of there. But it's also hard to, like, include them because... They're their own island. They're just kind of their own island. Um, I don't, I'm not going to put them on because technically they'd only yeah. get a strike. Um yeah. Until they kiss or something. Until they kiss or something in, like, next episode or whenever when somebody gets held at gunpoint. Um. <laughs> <laughs> but Belle's not afraid of guns and neither is... No, Ariel's not afraid of guns. <laughs> I'm so excited for that scene. And that scene alone. Yes. Um, but yeah. Held at gunpoint, she's just like, okay. Those are guns. Those are very scary. <laughs> Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, so anyhow, uh, nothing to add to the fuck fern, really. And even though we know certain things are coming, nothing to add to the family tree. Amazing. That's so nice. It is really nice. Um, LVP then, least valuable person. Okay. The character that we feel should not have been in the episode and has no reason to be in the episode. The rules. This is a tricky one for this one. Yeah, so oh, we, yes, the rules. So we've got some rules that go along with this. Number one, you have to be involved in basically the A plot or the B plot. Anything else, no. You also cannot uh, be the Leroy. The Leroy is the no. exposition. 
if you are just there to be talked at, you don't count. Other than that, basically, we are kind of just looking for characters who we feel like another character in the plot already could have served double duty and like yes. done what you did or there was just no reason to have what you did at all. Yep. So. Uh, so can this one's tricky because most of the people in the episode are important. Like Regina, obviously important. Yep. Ariel, they make important because she can realm hop. Yeah. And we had no other way to leave the island. So important for that. Mm-hmm. Um, Emma's important because she is sad that Neil's alive. David and Hook are not in it enough. Um, no, Neil's not in it enough. Uh, Rumpelstiltskin is the Leroy of the episode. Snow is here. She's not super important in the Neverland side of things, but she is very important in the uh, yes, in the and, Enchanted Forest side of things because that's how Regina and, and Ariel get backstory. Right, and and it does occur to me, because i it's not true for this episode. We often have been picking the characters that are only in one episode because the nature of being trapped in a location means that, in theory, everyone is important. You cannot... That's you, true. If they're there, they're part of the plot. They're, uh, there's not going to be an episode without the Charmings because they're trapped on the fucking island. Like It's true. That's why I think it's really tricky to be like, oh... This person didn't need to be there. Technically, none of us need to be in fucking Neverland. This whole thing is a stupid waste of our time. I thought you were going to say this is a scam. (laughs) It is because nothing of consequence happens except for now the Charming share a heart and a brain cell at the (laughs) end of all of this. So true. So I I think this is a, a tangent, but that's why I do think LVP has been particularly tricky in this season and why we, we have had a history of badgering on the guest star. Well, I think also we've, um, it's hard because the cast is narrow. Yes. We don't get as many uh, characters. Which makes it hard because there's just not as many people to pick from. Yeah. And there's not as many people for the plot to pick from. So. No. Inevitably, because the cast has shrunk, we have to. And then people like Belle are not in it enough. They don't. And also she's a ghost. She's a shadow ghost made from his father's shadow flesh. Chad. <laughs> I said uh, what I said. You did. Um, so all this to say, we we are being forced to be a little bit tricky and take some creative liberties in our LVP decision making. I don't think we're taking liberties. I would like to argue that this is fully in line with our previous arguments. That's fair. I don't think we're being tricky. I think it's just how the episode was set up. Fair enough. Um, with that in mind, would you like to reveal this week's LVP? Sure. We uh, went ahead and eliminated everybody in the fucking caves. We eliminated Regina. We eliminated Rumpelstiltskin. We eliminated Ariel. Uh, it's Ursula. 
<laughs> it's Ursula. It, and yep. it's not because of Lana Perea's Ursula. That part is fully, we're both fully on board with, I think. Yes, it's the goddess Ursula. It's the goddess stuff. Ursula. It doesn't make sense because number one, like we mentioned, it is immediately revealed that she is real. Because of mm-hmm. Ariel getting legs, the way it is framed mm-hmm. is, well, she must be real. And then yep. we treat the reveal of Mira Ursula, Goddess Ursula, as such a big reveal, which it's not because we knew she was real because Ariel got legs without Regina's help. Right. And then there's a threat that literally never matters ever right there is no reason and we could both come up with a bunch of reasons to fix this Mm -hmm. like i think we sat here and came up with like three separate ways you could fix this issue yeah don't have the goddess regina the goddess ursula have it always be regina have any which could be fun in season four you can have actual or still be like hey you fucking impersonated me yeah like i didn't which like could be that. kind of fun, a fun callback yeah you know you could have um ariel save snow and if regina found out earlier she could get to ariel offer her the deal of legs mm-hmm. And then come back for the snow deal to like, because Ariel's skeptical or whatever. Done. Right. There are so many ways and it doesn't matter that Ursula the goddess comes back. If it mattered that Ursula the goddess came back, we'd be in a different situation, I think. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. But it doesn't matter. She never comes back. No. So. No. Oops. Sorry. It's the goddess Ursula. Sorry, goddess Ursula. Sorry, not sorry about what I said. Come back when you are um, a queen of darkness, I guess. I guess. Yeah, I guess. We'll see you in season four, but you'll be different. You'll be different and not gold because we didn't want to CGI you. Exhausting. Um, That was a depressing note. It Let's was. end with the curse breaker. Great. So our curse breaker, of course, is that moment of the episode that would keep you coming back. It can be something silly. I think both for both of us, oftentimes it is something that feels funny or lighthearted mm-hmm. um, or mm-hmm. just like chemistry laden or just when you can tell the cast is having a fun time. But it could also Absolutely. just be a plot point. It absolutely can be just the plot or whatever i do think if we had been doing this in season one we would have had a lot more of like this part of the plot was super interesting i want to find out how it goes it's just we started it when we're in neverland and there's very little hope here something because we needed hope (laughs) we needed something we need to remind ourselves why we like the show so true so what's your curse breaker? Yes. Uh, so, I mean, I could pick every single scene that had Regina and 
Rumpel, like Lana Priya and Robert Carlyle, as Lo said, mm-hmm. their chemistry together. Just love it. I could pick every single one of their scenes, but I am going with the scene towards the end where uh, Regina is summoning Ariel and Gold says, oh, we've ar- I've already, we- I have no need for a giant squid. And she goes, well, you've had fun, <laughs> implying that perhaps he fucked a squid. Which is very funny. It's very funny to me. I would. And what about you? That's delightful. Um, so I would like to also bring up a small little moment. It's a lot of pre moment. Mm-hmm. I, I this is just a lot of pre spotlight episode. Yes, like you can't get around it. She is having the most fun of anyone here. Yep. Um, but it is when Ariel is like, "Why, Regina? Why have you done this?" This is this is such a sad thing you've done. How dare you? Why have you done this? And she turns and she's like, you went to a giant octopus f- to solve your problems and now you want to blame me? <laughs> it's so good. She's so like taken aback of like, about like, I'm the, am I the bad guy? I went to, you, you went to a giant octopus about your problems and now you want to blame me for them that's kind of not on me babe and fix your own problems it's just delightful she's so affronted it's so good she's like how dare you blame me for this the audacity she has found the audacity She has. She has. Yes, but I think we also have a shared curse breaker this week. We do. We do. Just a moment we both just really enjoyed and neither one of us could take claim over. Would you like to share? Uh, Yes, so our shared curse breaker is the moment when Regina's trying to get Emma's magic to work and she says, you are a waste of ability. (laughs) It was so funny. It's so good. Concentration is hard and you are a waste of ability. <laughs> it's so good. Also, uh, Swan Queen Shippers, how does it feel to be fed this episode? Yes. You definitely were. Absolutely. Was that, was that good for you? I assume it was because they were our son. I'm yeah. going to go get our son. Yeah. Like, you were fed. I'm I not... not yeah. As much as you deserve to be fed, given but all of it. In, but in 2013 terms, you were fed. Yes. Happy Pride. <laughs> it's July by the time you're listening to this. Pride can be belated. Yes, happy belated Pride. So there you have it. Um, uh-huh. No, that was just delightful. It was that whole... I found that whole scene... Where, like, Emma's like, man, this is hard, and I don't like it. And she's like, yeah, fucking it's terrible, but yeah, deal with it. That's, that's life. That's life, babes. That's showbiz, baby. She said that. It was weird. I did like when she put on the top hat and, like, <laughs> kind of fossied it. Yeah, it was good. <laughs> what are your curse breakers, everyone? Yeah, we want to hear them. So are yours DM them, not, email them. Are yours not Regina related? Because I feel like ours are often Regina related. Yeah, we want to know what other moments are good. <laughs> what did you enjoy? 
Because clearly the only things we can enjoy involve Regina, who has done nothing wrong in her entire life. It's true. Do you remember when she murdered that guard? No. She's never done anything in her life. (laughs) Oh, I do. And she's never done anything wrong in her entire life. Amazing. I do feel like I can't even say this was a bad time. This was delightful. I loved this This episode. was delightful, and I have bad news for you. What's the bad news? It can only go down from here. Oh, no! <laughs> I hope it goes up for you. I hope it goes up for you I all. hope there's new heights that we have not experienced that you can acquire yes. and achieve. Let us know if you do. Um, yeah. Yeah. We'll still be down here. DM us on Instagram. Email us. Leave a review wherever you're yep. listening. Um, we'll be sad and yeah. in the depths, much like Snow when she was unconscious until she broke the surface. <laughs> Voila. Uh, have a great week, everybody. Yep. Have a great week. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. <laughs>